Welcome to Sacred Spaces. I'm Christina Carreri. And I'm Francesca McCaffrey. We are lifelong friends. And first cousins. Living on opposite coasts. Each with our own very different passions, hoping to achieve the same sacred goal. Peace and tranquility. I'll be sharing with you tips on how to streamline, beautify, and organize your home. And I'll show you simple ways to create a peaceful space in your mind, body, and soul. My house might be organized, but my mind is always wandering. (laughs) And my house may seem like a tornado has just hit, but I can find stillness just about anywhere. And together, we'll help you find your sacred space. In your mind and in your home. Hey, Francesca, how are you? I'm good, Christina. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I uh, I feel rejuvenated today. Really? You know, I saw something on Facebook <laughs> that, or Instagram, rather, I think that blew my mind. You were at a Himalayan salt cave. What? I was. I was. Oh my goodness! It, uh, this I, I stumbled across this um, this complete hidden gem, and. You know, I've, I've always been intrigued by the healing properties of salt, in particular Himalayan salt. I mean, I've got Himalayan salt lamps all over my house and in my yoga studio. And, and I know that they do radiate, you know, all these wonderful properties that are supposed to help with all kinds of things. So when I came across this salt cave, I was really intrigued and I, we took the trip down. It was... Um, about an hour away, my fiance Paul and I went, and oh. I really, you know, I really didn't know what to expect. I'm like, okay, we're going into this sort of cool yeah. store, but you know, what's behind that door over there? So we made the appointment. We went in for 45 minutes. I was in complete heaven. It was tell, amazing. Tell us what it felt like. Okay, so you go in. There's salt all over the floor. Okay. Actual salt. There's salt all over the walls including the ceiling. It's completely pitch dark except for kind of like these little twinkly lights. Uh And you lie down. You can actually lie right in the salt if you'd like. And I I did get up from my zero gravity chair for a short period of time to do that. Um, But you just lie there and you, uh, they play music. We actually had a guided meditation for 45 minutes where we were just listening and taking in the the properties of the salt. Uh, You know, it's known to help with respiratory issues, inflammation, it helps with digestion, all of these things. Um, and so how did you feel when you guys left? I felt great. You know, both, both he and I kind of think we may have fallen asleep a little bit at some point, but wow. I absolutely came out of it feeling like I could run a marathon. I mean, my, I felt like I could, my, my, That's incredible. Uh, my lung capacity had changed. You're <laughs> you know, kidding. Oh, oh, completely, completely. I could take a, a a far deeper breath than I normally could, which was very interesting. Also, yeah. I um, my skin felt a little dry, but it, it felt um, like almost like tight. It was like almost like I got a collagen facial or something. You know, it was, it was a good feeling. And I, you know, when you lick your lips, you you taste a little bit of salt coming out of there. Uh, and it's wow. really kind of cool. It was it was neat. I would definitely go back. I wish I had one in my neighborhood and. Maybe someday I will. So this was an actual room, though, they outfitted. It's an and- actual room that they outfitted. So it was, I mean, it was a regular building, but they made this room into a salt cave. 
Oh, that's had, so cool. It was really cool. So that's I'm surprised fantastic. that you haven't run across these in LA, you know? I um, know. I got, I'm maybe you'll uncover a hidden gem there too. But yeah, you know, I, I love this kind of stuff. You know, I love pouring the salts in my bath and that kind of thing. This was just sort of an extension of that. And I was really, really psyched to be able to do so it. So are you going to go back, I think? Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't wait. And now I'm trying to research are there any you know, any closer to me and maybe I should open one. I don't maybe know. You should. Like, well, I tell you, Chris, one thing I so admire about you, especially during this whole pandemic period is you are just a self-care champion. You always oh, yeah. take time out for yourself in this really beautiful way that I find it hard to do for myself. And I love it. I love that. It's really inspiring that you can do that and you're, you're follow kind of your instincts and, you know, but I think a lot of people have trouble taking care of themselves. They definitely do. And, and, you know, honestly, rewind a couple of years, I, I was probably the last person on my list. Um, you know, it wasn't until I worked with my, my health coach, Karen, where things really turned around for me. And, you know, I always say she kind of took me off of a path that I was veering off and just kind of put me back on track. Uh, and, and help me understand that I should make myself a priority and how important self-care really is. So yeah, you know, self-care comes in all different forms too. You know, it's not just, um, it's not just going to a salt cave. <laughs> it's not just going to a salt cave, right. Or going, taking a bubble bath, if that's not your thing, you know, like so many things that we read, I think, I think it, it just gets so confusing. Like, I don't, you think to yourself, I don't have the time or like, oh, I don't yeah. really want to do that. And you're not really giving yourself permission to, to kind of do what you really want to do, whether that's like zoning out and watching Netflix for four hours or True. reading, really carving out some time to read that book that you've been like dying to dig into, you know, it just, yeah. it's so many, like you said, it, it's, it self-care could be what, what you really want and need in that moment, you know? It's so true. And, and here's the thing, you know, if you don't give yourself permission to engage in that self-care, you're not going to be able to care for anybody else. It's you know, so true, my goodness. And that's, yes. You know, that's a really hard lesson to learn. So sure, you know, I, I'll, I'll do the, um, I love taking a bath that, you know, a few times a week. I find yes. that really relaxing. I'll do face masks. I, um, you know, I have, um, I, I, I have aromatherapy in my house where I'm just, you know, constantly having, um, you know, a really nice scent to smell. Mm -hmm. um, I will, you know, I'll, I'll light candles, um, anything that just makes me feel, I pr obviously practice yoga, uh, but you know, there's a lot of different things that, that I do that are, that are self-care, you know? Um, but you know, even just like going for a walk, people don't even think of that as self-care, but it really is. Oh, it's huge. I do that. That is yeah. one thing that I'm very good at, especially now is at least a couple times a day going out in a quick little turn around my neighborhood, you know, to get the blood flowing. And it's so, so essential. It's true. Well, yeah. what are some other ways do you think we could tell our listeners about self-care when they're when they feel they either like have no time or they just are putting themselves just at the end, like you were a couple of years ago, as you just said, at the very end of their list, you know, <laughs> your own to-do list themselves. No, it's I mean, not on I, there. They're I not on there. You know, we, we're so heavily scheduled. We've got so many things going on every day throughout the day, whether it's us or places we have to go or stuff with the kids or meetings at work, Right. You know, schedule it in. 
you know, start. I like that idea. Just schedule it in. Even, even if you can't do it every single day, um, you know, I started with what I called self-care Sunday. I could, I said, okay, Sundays are going to be my day that I'm going to take a bath and I'm going to do my body brushing and I'm going to do all this wonderful (laughs) stuff. But you know, that was it. You know, I I would, I would take a full hour, (laughs) a whole hour. And has that lasted? Has that lasted? Yeah. I mean, good. yeah, I mean, it's, you know, definitely on Sundays I will, um, I'll continue to do that, but I've added in a few other days, which is, you know, not a bad thing. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Not everyone um, can do that, but starting off small, maybe picking just a day to, to find the thing that you love to do. And again, even if it's just going to target by yourself. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God. We could talk for hours about target and self-care. Totally. But that's exactly what we were saying before. It could be right. Getting a little baby target hall, bring that home and, you know, just kind of getting lost in the aisles. Even just walking around target (laughs) and not buying anything. It gives you a little strange little (laughs) lift, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's funny. I I always joke with my girls. I'm like, you know, mommy needs some retail therapy. I'm probably not going to buy anything, but I just need to go walk around Marshall's. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You know, I'm like, okay, this is cute, but I'm not going to buy this either. This is nice, but I'm not going to buy that either. So yeah, but it just, you know, it it makes you feel good. And again, all self-care. It's all self-care. All self-care. Yeah. It doesn't. How can we start to, okay. So if we're some, some people are extremely good at it, like you, some people are not quite as good as good at it, like myself. So, and then there's people that have like little kids running around and Mm -hmm. a job or two. So what can we say to them? How can they sort of start thinking about this and yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to be very careful in the way, way I say this, but um, I find getting up early in the morning really helps. So yeah. you're going to have to make the time before you have to make the time for something else. So yeah. where, where can you, where can you buy it up? I mean, whether you're, whether you're an early bird or you're a night owl, you know, maybe pick the fringe parts of the day and oh. Yeah. You know, and just make that your time. You know, Carve out that time exactly, before the, before the kids get up or before you have to be at work and, you know, be, after the kids go to bed and after you're done with all the you know, stuff that you need to do. So I think that, you know, if, if you feel like you don't have time, you, you can make time. And this is assuming that you're not exhausted. You're only, you know, sleeping right. four hours a night. I'm not suggesting that you only say three, <laughs> but I am suggesting that, you know, if you do have the the ability to get up earlier or, um, you know, if you're a night owl and you, you'd like to stay up a little bit later, you can do that too. I'm not a night owl. I like to go to bed at like, I, I'm asleep by 930 at night. So, um, well, Chris, you know, as you're, you're saying, if people are really short on time, meditating, which you're such a huge proponent of, is a great way to start. It is. Yeah. Relaxing into your own mind and also, you know, taking that, even if it's five, 10 minutes to yourself and and training yourself. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, we're eventually we'll do a whole episode on meditation, but I think it's important to know that um, meditation doesn't cost anything. You don't Mm -hmm. have to go anywhere and you can use as much time as you have, even if it's just one minute. Okay. My Apple watch tells me to breathe every so often (laughs) and, you know, I'll spend that 60 seconds just breathing with my watch and that's meditation. 
Do you really do that? I love that. It does. Yeah. It actually has a setting on it that I activated where um, it it vibrates like when you should inhale and when you should exhale. So I'm sure other people have that feature as well. It's, it's, um, It's really cool. So, you know, that's 60 seconds though. That's 60 seconds out of my day. And, um, you know, I, I just am able to, to close my eyes and, and meditate. Um, even when you have to be someplace, if you can get there five minutes early and then sit in the car before you have to go into mm-hmm. a meeting and meditate there and, and meditating. Also, in- that's also great advice, by the way, if you have a yeah. presentation or a meeting or something you're yes. concerned about. <laughs> That'll definitely lower the stress level for sure. Do a quick little meditation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get there early. I I tell my kids that too. If you can just, you know, before you take a test, because we're all homeschooling still, um, you know, I tell my kids, okay, before you take a test, give yourself five minutes, just kind of in your head, remember what you have to remember and go for it, you know, just give it your all. But, you know, having that, yeah, having that time to just, relax and breathe and go inward for even that short period of time is meditation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be this big elaborate setup or those are nice, but you know, it doesn't have to be any sort of, uh, you know, grand meditation where you're spending hours and hours and hours like the Benedictine monks, you know? Right. (laughs) Well, Chris, couldn't you do, you, we could do walking meditations too, right? I love walking meditations. Yes. And a walking meditation could just be having, you know, EMDR music in your ears, which is the bilateral sound that, that waves from your left ear to your right. And uh, again, we'll talk more about that another time, but I love listening to that bilateral music as I'm walking and it does become this walking meditation and you really get lost. I went for an eight mile walk on Friday oh, by accident, goodness. completely by accident. I was like, really? oh yes, yes. <laughs> I was, uh, I was like three and a half miles into it. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I have to walk home now. <laughs> I was completely lost. I could not even believe it. So yes, walking meditations do work. I don't recommend, but yes, it was, uh, and you know, I, I think like around your house, it would work the same way. If you feel like, Oh, I have too many chores. I have too, too much tidying, cleaning up to do too much laundry. You can literally turn these things into a meditation. I think it's the approach, right? It's a hundred percent the approach. It's a hundred percent the approach. You you can bring peace to anything that you can do, uh, that you want, anything you do, especially the things that we do around the house that feel like, you know, quote unquote chores, Um, right. They, they can, they can be, you can certainly make them more peaceful. Um, You know, and I think that this is sort of your expertise, having a space in your house, place in your house where Mm. you feel like you can go there and just uh, unload, you know? Whatever oh, that yeah. space might be. I know that you've got those spaces in your house for sure. I do. I, I'm fortunate. I have like a really sweet little patio that is very peaceful that I don't even use often enough. But yes, it, that I just go to to chill out on. And I've made like my bedroom into kind of a little sanctuary, you know, mm. and reading I just like read in bed is like such a luxury, of course. But, you know, it's the best. It's, you know, wherever and and. I say that to everybody, like wherever you feel the most comfortable, as you say, Chris, it doesn't, we don't have to have like a little, uh, a Buddha statue with our, <laughs> we don't have, you don't have to have an altar to meditate in other words, right. Exactly. You can, or you to do, or to do whatever makes you happy, you know, 
for self-care to kind of be putting yourself first. You know, maybe it's turning your bathroom into a mini spa if you do really love taking those baths, you know, or whatever, mm -hmm. those bubble baths. Or it's um, really setting up your, your uh, couch so it's prime real estate for watching your movies and Netflix. And it doesn't have to be, no money has to be spent. It's just a matter of like making it peaceful for yourself and comfortable for yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, I always love intention to do that, you know, for sure, for sure. And, and if, you know, things are feeling stale around my house and, you know, I feel like there's a bunch of clutter somehow to me, bringing flowers into my house, just oh, it's such a good one. <laughs> you know, I, I hit Trader Joe's up and I go get yeah. some flowers and, and I've Trader got Joe's has like four, three dollar bouquets, you know, the best flowers. They really do. They, they really they do. But, you know, just, um, just having that makes any space really nice and tranquil. And you know what I find, Chris, whenever I bring flowers into my home, I am always like, well, you know, let me just like clean this up a little bit. Cause you want everything to sort of match, you know, you sort of like <laughs> your house totally. has to live up to the flowers you've just put around. Exactly. Um, exactly. It just gives you a little boost. So, you, you know, I've got to make it nice for the flowers. Exactly. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That's so true. And you know, it's interesting what you say about um, bedrooms. Yeah. You know, your bedroom yeah. should be your safe haven, right? The place where you feel comfortable, so comfortable, yeah. in fact, that you can fall asleep. Um, I just did that for my daughter, Emily. You know, um, my older daughter, Ella, had redesigned her room. She did it all herself. I mean, she's mm -hmm. going to be 17. She, she, you know, she made it look the way she wanted it to look. And, um, you know, Emily, I think, was feeling a little bit slighted. So I, I just <laughs> gave her, I gave her room, just a mini makeover. I'm telling you, Aww. so many, so small, so many just put like some, um, some little plants in her room and, you know, put up some pictures that she liked and uh, brought in some, you know, some other just little knickknacky kind of things, like not to clutter it too much, but just to yeah. make it feel like it was a 14 year old's bedroom. She loved it. That's you know, and so it, sweet, just, Chris, and she, that's so great. And that's such a great point. Yes, you do not have to spend money. You don't even have to spend any money. You can switch stuff around from one teenager exactly. room to another or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, we found you know? stuff in the house that we just moved around. And it was, yeah, I mean, it just, it, it does make a huge, huge difference, you know? It does. Space, space is important. Space, and your, you know, your physical space and your mental space is, is always very, very important. Yes, you have to make space for both. That's you do. This podcast. Do. Yes. <laughs> yes. And hopefully everyone's getting some really great tips and, and things that uh, they, they can bring into their lives for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so let's chat a little bit about what, um, you know, what we think the sort of alternative ways of, um, of self-care are. I mean, we, we touched them on them a little bit, a little bit ago. Uh, yes. But you know, what are things that we could do? Like, you know, I'm thinking self-care can be, you know, meeting with friends. You know, Absolutely. The, grabbing that coffee. Grabbing yeah, it's hard to do right now, but if it's, if it's, a, if it's a coffee outside or even totally. if it's a, a Zoom call, like when I was on that eight mile walk the other day, a, my friend called me while I was on the walk mm. and you know, we're, we all, we all text these days You know, everyone's texting this, texting that, you know, picking up the phone actually hearing someone's voice can be a oh, form of self-care, yes. you know, having that, you know, that girl talk, yes. <laughs> you know, that that's also sort of an alternative. Or you could go on a walk together separately with a friend on the phone. <laughs> exactly. 
yeah, I, I have a friend that um, that was training for and eventually ran a half marathon with her friends on the phone. So, oh, you know, wow. I love isn't, that. Isn't that such a cool idea? That's so they so would go out great. and do their training runs together. They'd have their, their AirPods in, they'd be having oh, a conversation. And then the day of the race, they all ran and talked to each other the entire time. How so, amazing is that? Yeah, so that's, you know, that, that's kind of a neat alternative way to, to go about it as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. And it yeah. could be, you know, self-care could be, you know, like if you're, if you have a project you really need to do self-care on that day is going to be finishing, like chipping Perfect. away at that yes. project, whether that's yeah. your novel, your book, your, you know, something for work that, you know, you've been putting off those things also weigh on us. And you want to like, you know, Checking that box is like the best feeling. The best thing ever. And sometimes like crossing it out. (laughs) Then then that, you know, you did that, whether it's a Saturday or Sunday or like late at night or whenever you can carve out time to finish that and knock that off, you will have energy, right? You are going to be, like you just said, you're, you will get so energized. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it could be self-care could be like, again, we're, we're talking about the after times, but you know, going to a museum, you know, like hitting up that, that part of yourself from when you were younger that, you know, has felt dormant. That's like the greatest gift you could give yourself, you know, whether it's like going to the movies alone, like sneaking in a matinee or something like that, or, you know, something like, I, I, you know, anything that kind of brings you back to your core self. Right. Totally. And, you know, one, one thing I know that, uh, I was going to speak for you, but I'm actually not going to. One thing that that I know that I enjoy, I was going to say both of us enjoy, is like a really good cooked meal. You know, it's like oh my God. Making, making yourself just well, we, a really- We grew up with a, an exactly. Italian grandmother who taught everyone <laughs> in the family. Time. You gotta grow. eat, you gotta eat, right? So yes. um, yeah, having, you know, for me, f- food has always been love. And I you know, talk about that a lot in my book. Uh, oh, yes. that's uh, Chris, so, we haven't talked about that at all. Cooking <laughs> as a form of self-care for yourself and- extending that love to everyone else my god it's huge yeah yeah, not for everyone but for us for sure for sure yeah yeah definitely and cooking is therapeutic cooking is definitely self-care I think too I think so too especially if you're cooking something really healthy that you know your body's gonna just love and give you more every cell in your body is going to you know yeah figuratively so yeah all good stuff all good stuff yeah it's great so, so what, um, you know, we talked about the spaces that we can set up in our mm. house. What, uh, what do you think your tiny tidy should be for all of our listeners today? Well, Chris, I think our tiny tidy today should be designating that space in your house, really walking around, looking at it. What space can you carve out for yourself? Whether that is like sitting in that armchair, get, you know, getting some, uh, a new plant, getting some flowers from Trader Joe's, like you said, beautifying any space. Maybe it's not beautifying it. Maybe it's making it the way you've always wanted it to be, you know, clearing it off in a way, whether it's the couch, whether if you're fortunate enough to have a room, how can you make that room, you know, really sing and shine the way you want. Um, peaceful, peaceful, energized, you know, if you have kids in a small apartment, what can you do in your bedroom to make that your sacred space, like your space where you're like, this is a no kids zone on Wednesday nights or whatever, you know, whatever you can, you can negotiate, right? Um, sure, sure. 
and phys- and you know, uh, space isn't just physical either. It could be just sometimes you need emotional space, right? Oh, so, totally. Yes. You know, so you know, it's important to, to plan that out once once you've created the space. Like, have a talk with your significant other, your kids. Sometimes you have to have a talk with yourself. You know, like, and really say, put it on the calendar, as we said earlier, and yeah. make it happen. And you know, we talked a little bit about like going thrift shopping um, before. Right. Um, and you know, if there's like some little treasures you can dig up, if you can afford to, to get some new little things or just things that make you happy from your travels or your family, you can put in a certain spot Mm. and just really start, you know, being intentional about not just this space. It'll make you intentional about, you you know, your whole space in general. And you start thinking about it like this, you know, it's, it's, uh, that's so true. And that, that reminds me of something, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, we think of, of space again, you know, as this physical space, these, this area that we, you know, that we occupy, but, yeah. um, you know, there, it, space is also time, you know, time that we have had, uh, in the past. And I, I've got an area of my house where I have all my snow globes from all of my travels that I've been on. And it does that's always right. to my face. When I see those snow globes, I'm like, oh, I remember. It's that so that true. So yeah, that is true to, to you know, have um, you know, have have these items around you wherever they might be, even if it's just a small little trinket in the corner that reminds you of a space and time mm-hmm. that you felt really joyful. You know. Yes. So so yeah so you know create the space, find the space and the time. Yes. Sometimes that means saying to someone, I need space. <laughs> I need I need my space. Get out. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the little homework for this week. That's the time like for this week. I like it. I like it. So create space, make space. Good stuff. Good yes. stuff. And Chris, you have you have a special meditation for I us. I do. I do. I have a um, you know, I have a sort of a, a meditation that you I was gonna say beginner, but you know, really anyone could do it. And by, I think beginner, I, I mean, if you don't know where to begin, because you don't know if you have the time, this is a great meditation to come back to. Excellent. Um, it is a meditation that you could do when you go to bed at night. So you could be lying down, you could be walking, you could be sitting up. Um, I enjoy this meditation when I have my feet firmly on the ground, um, because it's sort of a a grounding foundational meditation, which you'll see in a minute. Um, You know, it's helpful for me if I'm, if I close my eyes, but if you're the kind of person that likes to meditate on a drizzy on a point of focus, you can do that as well. Uh, Some folks like to light a candle and actually stare at the candle when they do this type of meditation, but um, it's a full body meditation and it brings our entire being our our physical space um, into a quiet stillness where we are focusing on relaxing, like literally every cell in our body. Mm, Ready for it? I'm ready. All right. Okay. So again, find, I'll give you a second for our listeners to find however you decide you want to absorb this meditation, whether it's lying down or sitting up in a chair, uh, or if you have us walking, just uh, focus on, path in front of you. And for the rest of us, just close your eyes gently from top to bottom. 
take a deep breath in. And exhale it all out. Feel your feet on the ground, the back of your body on the bed or the floor. Feel that point of contact to whatever is grounding you. And like the roots of a tree, imagine your feet as those roots and feel every toe, feel your arch, feel your heel and your ankle. Just let it melt into that foundation. Place your focus on your calf and your shin. Let that melt. Feel your knee. The front of your knee, back of your knee the sides of your knee. Recognize the movement. And notice the connection from your lower leg to your upper leg. Maybe your hamstrings are tight your quad muscles are connecting. Let them just melt into each other. Notice your hips and your hip socket. And your legs connecting to those hips. Let them just relax and dissolve. Place your attention on your belly and your lower back, your sacrum. Whatever rumblings or feeling in your gut that you want to let go of, now is the time. Making your way to your heart, feel the blood pumping through your body. Notice your shoulders they're supporting your neck, your shoulder sockets, holding your upper arms, feeling your triceps and your biceps, the front and back of your arms melting together. Notice your elbows 
and how they move and connect your upper arm with your lower arm. Feel your forearms and how they connect to your wrists and your wrists to your hands. The palm of your hand, the back of your hand, your pinky finger, your ring finger, your middle finger, your pointer finger, and your thumb and let it all melt away. Relax your face, and your mouth and your tongue. Soften your forehead and the area around your eyes. And feel your third eye. Feel white light coming in through your crown and brightening your entire body from your head to your heart, to your hands and to your toes. And let that white light wash over you relax you and give you peace. Take one more deep breath in and exhale. Bring your awareness back to the space that you're in now and gently Open your eyes. Wow. Thank you so much. Relaxed? Unbelievable. (laughs) So good. good. I I like to do that before I go to bed. Just kind of. I almost fell asleep. It was incredible. I know. And that's, so that it, that's why it is, uh, you know, it's, it's not bad to do it right before you go to bed. So it is oh, a good time to do it, but at really any time as well. So good. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah. you know, I hope that I uh, hope that everyone finds some space in their weeks ahead to create some nice. Take some time space. to carve out mm-hmm. that space, right. For themselves in their home and in their lives. Yes. I hope so too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have a great week, Chris. Thanks for listening. This has been Sacred. Thank you, everyone. Bye. To take a closer look at ways to make your space a bit more sacred, check out Francesca's website, houseandmind.com, or visit me at christinacarreri.com, where you can download a meditation to use anytime you need it. Until next time, wishing you wellness. Namaste.